Point number three is salvation. You know, the people shouted, Hosanna, son of David, Hosanna in the highest heaven. You know, this is an amazing, amazing word. The word literally, literally means save us now, O Lord. Save us, O King and Messiah. And you know what Jesus was saying? I am the Savior. And if you call upon my name, listen to what the Bible says about salvation here. The Bible says in, in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 13, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So when you cry out to Jesus, Hosanna, you're saying, I'm putting my faith and trust in you, and he brings salvation. This is why John wrote in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And in this holy week, as Jesus makes his way into Jerusalem, he is saying, I am the Savior of the world. When you cry out, Hosanna, Lord, save us, I am your only means of salvation. There is but one name given under heaven among men by which we may be saved, the Bible says. And that's the name of Jesus, salvation. Now, point number four is a little different than you might, you might be expecting. And point number four is death. Death, that is the crucifixion of Jesus Christ in that holy week, that he would be betrayed that he would be led away, that he would be tried unjustly, and that he would ultimately be hung on the cross for you and for me. All through Scripture, you see this, this centrality of death. What, am I, what do I mean by that? I mean that before you can get to the mountaintop, you must go through the valley. Before you can experience true life, you must first die. Jesus said, if any man wants to live, he must know what it is to die. Unless a seed fall to the ground, it cannot and die. Unless a seed fall to the ground and die, it cannot live. Jesus said, if any man cares to be my disciple, he must die to himself. He must pick up his cross and know what it is to die. This means humility. You say, but this holy week, we must understand the centrality of death? Absolutely. See, we all want to go to heaven I love, one of my favorite worship leaders is David Crowder, and he says, everyone wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. The truth is, we must understand the centrality of death before we can truly live. It means we have to know what it's like to lay down our agenda, lay down our will, lay down our dream and our vision for our lives and say, Lord, it's you who must live in me and through me. I live at your good pleasure. And right here, right now, during these, the, the, this, these unprecedented times, these times of peril and trial, and this time of crisis, I'm, I'm more than ever am trying to connect with this idea of dying to myself, of saying, Lord, I've had many of the plans in my heart. I have many plans for tomorrow, but it's your purpose that has to prevail, God. And Lord, teach me to be okay with it. Teach me how to die to myself that you might live in me and through me. This is what Jesus, uh, what Holy Week is all about. Luke 19, verse 41 through 42. Now we just talked about it in the last point where Jesus was coming in 
And the Pharisees began to say, rebuke your disciples. Why are they calling you the Savior of the world? Why are they proclaiming you as Messiah? And he says this to them. He says, if they stay quiet, the very mountains will cry out. But then this is the next part of that verse. It says, as he approached Jerusalem, he saw the city and he wept. He wept over it. Why? And he said, if you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, that on this day the King of glory and the Prince of peace was being revealed and that I could give you salvation. But why is he saying this to Jerusalem? He says, but now it is hidden from your eyes. What he's talking about, again, relates to what happens in Daniel. Now, Daniel talks about 70 weeks. We've already used up seven weeks and 62 weeks. That's a total of 69. The 70th week is reserved for the seven years of tribulation that are unfolded in Revelations. So what happens between week 69 when Messiah is cut off, Messiah is crucified, So we're talking about this holy week. Messiah is cut off, 69 weeks, and then there's a gap between 69 and 70. Was Daniel just not thinking? No, listen. Daniel was talking to the Jewish people. I'm going to talk more about it later when I have my message to the men, and I'm going to cover some of this prophecy with you in more detail. But this is what I need you to understand. Daniel was talking to the the Jewish people, and he's saying, your Messiah is going to be cut off. You're going to He's going to be put to death. And now Jesus is saying, it's going to be hidden from you, which ushers in the church age. The church age will culminate, I believe, in the rapture, which begins the seven years of tribulation, and the attention will once again be directed back to Israel. And here here Jesus is saying, it will be hidden from your eyes. It coincides with what Daniel said as well. What else do we need to know about this centrality of death? Well, in in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 26, we understand that this holy week is marked with him celebrating Passover. Now, something interesting I need you to understand, that Passover week begins this April 8th, that's on Wednesday. And so it always coincides very closely with with our Resurrection Sunday. Now, Resurrection Sunday here uh, has kind of a rotating calendar thing going on, so it doesn't always line up exactly. But for those of you who want to know, Passover week starts this Wednesday, April the 8th. And here we have Paul talking about the night that Jesus was betrayed he celebrated Passover with his, with his uh, 12 disciples. The reason he celebrated Passover with his 12 disciples is because he was connecting for us that he would be our Passover lamb. He would be what marks our hearts and, and what gives us escape from death. And here, re- listen to what Paul says, For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death 
until he comes. Holy Week is about understanding that Jesus died in our place. And when we accept that through faith, then we let go of our lives and, so to speak, die to our own selfish ways and we allow Him to live in us and through us. That's salvation. That's salvation. Let me read a couple of more verses to you. Paul describes this in Galatians 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. That's what it means to die to ourselves. I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He died so that we might have life. He paid that perfect sacrifice so that we wouldn't have to and that we might live eternally. Which leads us to point number five. Holy Week is about life. Is about life everlasting. The Bible says in the book of John, chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. That means we might die in our mortal bodies, but we will forever live. We will forever live with Christ in heaven. The Bible goes on to say in the book of Corinthians, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. What indescribable gift? The indescribable gift of eternal life. That's what Holy Week is all about. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 11, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Christ from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. And so when you lay down your life and you say, Lord, I no longer want to live, but I want you to live in me and through me. You are receiving the salvation of Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. See, a lot of people want to make Jesus their Savior, meaning save my behind. But it's also about making him Lord. It's also about saying, Lord, I no longer live. I die to myself. I die to what I think is important. I die to my own desires and my own agenda, and I put you first. God, do with me what you wish, how you wish, for as long as you wish. God, I serve your purpose. And when you serve God's purpose, the Bible says that his Holy Spirit comes into us, and he begins to regenerate. He regenerates you in a second, but then he begins to sanctify. Those are big words to mean this. You transfer from death to life, and then he begins to rearrange you to look more and more like his son. And some faithful day, you're going to walk from this existence, from this reality into eternity. And so those who live by Christ will never die. Holy Week is about life. It's about victory. It's about salvation. Church, I love you, and I pray you have an awesome and wonderful, blessed Holy Week. Jesus.